This is the Home Health Revealed podcast. Hear stories from real industry leaders discussing topics affecting the ever-changing industries of home health, hospice, and palliative care. Welcome to Home Health Revealed. I am your host, Mike Greenlee, and like always, I have my co-host here, Hannah Vale. Hannah, what's up? Hey, I am great. Nothing's up. How are you, Mike? I'm fantastic. Good. Uh, did you see we lost our plane yesterday? Did you see that on the news? Our plane? We lost a plane. No, I was watching the football game last night, actually, the Steelers and the Browns. It was a uh, stealth fighter. What happened? You didn't hear the story? No, I didn't. Apparently, I've been in, under a rock. What? Yeah. Uh, do, do you hear it, Logan? Have you heard the story? No. Uh-uh. Well, uh, so... Football was too important last night. Yep, I guess. Football was good. <laughs> but anyway, so it's a stealth fighter, right? So these are planes you can't see on purpose. But the pilot ejected himself because something wasn't working. And then, so he landed safely, but the plane kept flying and it crashed in South Carolina. But, but they were, they sent out news saying, Hey, if anybody's seen this plane, you know, basically call the defense department. And what were they going to do? I don't know, but clearly the stealth plane works really well. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure I can continue (laughs) with this. I need to go pull up some articles (laughs) and figure out what I missed here. So was anybody hurt with the plane landing? No, no, but it did crash in South Carolina. Well, I'm glad I didn't have that stress last night, actually. Yeah, I didn't watch any games at Sorry. all. But here we go. All right. Well, well let's, let's talk about Logan Little. He's our guest today. Hey, Logan. Um, Logan is morning. a senior HCM specialist, which stands for... Human, human Capital Management. Human Capital Management. Okay. And he is based in Phoenix. He has spent his entire career creating solutions for his clients in multiple industries, over the last two years, he has worked with home care, home health, hospice, and senior living organizations, and he has partnered with some of the largest franchises as well as private agencies there in Arizona. Welcome to the show. Correct. Yes. Thank you for having me. Excited. Hey, Logan, I got a tough question right out of the gate here, buddy. Yeah. What is Viventium? What's it stand for? Uh, I, and I knew this question was going to come up, so I did come prepared. Yeah. Uh, Viventium means life with you. And so what we like to say is in it with you, because a lot of these home health, home care agencies are in it in the day to day and they need a a HR and payroll partner that's in it with them. So there, hopefully that answers that question. I like that. That was really good. That was. I thought I was going to stump you and I didn't. No. (laughs) So you guys are a SaaS based human capital management solution for home care and skilled nursing. Um, and you guys do talent acquisitions, payroll, HR, business intelligence. You, you kind of have a whole spectrum. So tell us a little bit about, number one, how you got into this business. And then tell us just briefly a little bit about the company. And Because I think that the topic, especially being near the end of the year, we're in the fourth. Are we in the fourth quarter? We're almost. Fourth, almost. Almost, yeah. We're almost there. Uh, this is the time where a lot of people start looking at this stuff. Um, exactly. So I, so I think it's pretty... Uh, Pretty beneficial here to talk about pretty timely. the importance of the uh, platform itself um, and what you do. So, and, and I'll take a, a little bit of a step back. Uh, I was actually a head of sales, head of client success in a real estate organization uh, a couple of years ago, and was looking to actually take a step back in my career uh, as a career salesman. I like to say. Uh, I wanted to to get back in con- control of my my day to day, a little bit of um, control of my my paycheck, 
uh, and found a great opportunity with Viventium uh, to be able to one, uh, obviously be in a, a individual contributor role, uh, but then two, as I continue to, to research the company, one, extremely niche focused in the home healthcare industry, uh, but then two, it, it's a, it has a very uh, startup feel with a company that's been around for over 30 years. And so I, I was super excited to, to be able to jump in with Viventium uh, January of last year. So uh, almost almost a full two years now. And uh, being one of the first uh, reps here in Arizona uh, was a lot of the groundwork. So I, I have, a, again, a background in door-to-door in -door sales and real estate and uh, inside sales. I've kind of done it all, but uh, this kind of brings all those things into fruition, kind of build out my own territory uh, in, in on the sales side of things. And then obviously uh, something that's been a big part of my past is being able to help uh, in different ways. And so obviously not only uh, am I helping agencies, these agencies are now helping the elderly, which is obviously uh, super fulfilling to, to be a part of this kind of community. Yeah. So will you just kind of start um, with mm -hmm. sharing some of the key HR challenges that home health agencies commonly encounter and why are these challenges particularly prevalent in this niche industry? Yeah. So, and I meet with five to 10 agencies or communities every single week. And, uh, it, it's no, it's no secret. Uh, the number one challenge that every single one of these, uh, agencies is running into is, uh, finding and retaining caregivers, right? And and now it's even so some of the administrative staff is being able to staff the people that we need to, to get the job done. Uh, and uh, it, I mean, it, it's been a challenge for a couple of years, uh, especially on the recruitment side, but now we're starting to see uh, much more on the turnover side, right? Is making sure we're keeping these people in. Uh, that's been one of the biggest challenges and something that I've been really focusing on with my my agency clients this year. So how are they dealing with um, employee burnout, staffing shortage, retention? How, how are they how are they dealing with that, and how do how do you guys help? Yeah, so and it obviously each agency is a little bit different, but the ones that I've seen that are super successful uh, with reducing turnover and uh, reducing that burnout, because I think that's obviously the the main factor that's leading uh, to the turnover is one making sure they do have enough staff uh, to get there in the first place, but then to then rewarding them, not only financially, but in recognition ways. Like one of the, some of the best agencies I've, I've seen is like, they're just recognizing their caregivers in multiple different ways, whether that's a, a caregiver appreciation day, a caregiver of the week, caregiver of the month, um, just these little things that they're doing just to recognize all the hard work and amazing quality of care that they're providing to these clients and patients, uh, that is going a long, long way to, to help reduce that turnover. Yeah. Do you guys help them prepare those type of plans or those appreciation things of how to design those? And so we don't have anything as at this moment. What we really focus on is that is the employee lifecycle. So our software is really designed to help with the recruitment, the retention, and uh, the the like the the pay transparency with payroll. Uh, we integrate with the, your time and attendance, your agency management systems, uh, and then we're actually looking to partner right now with a uh, a specific software that will help us kind of connect all those different pieces for 
the employee appreciation side of it. And so uh, performance reviews, those kinds of things, uh, we're, we're, we're always continuing to get better ourselves. Uh, and for either if we build it uh, with our own proprietary software or we partner with somebody, uh, we, we do that kind of stuff. So yeah, it is it, it has been something that's been on our radar for, for a little while now. And, and you guys particularly specialize in this uh, field, right? In healthcare? Correct. Yep. So, uh, home care, non-medical home care, home health, uh, skilled nursing facilities, assisted living. Um, I mean, the, the with uh, some of the other agencies I've worked with, even larger senior living management groups. So, independent living, assisted living, memory care, uh, wound therapy, all those types of things. As we've started to see, hey, we are able to help because we have a much more focus than some of the the other. Uh, human capital management platforms out there. What's uh what makes you guys unique with the fact that you've got a niche market, you serve this market, you serve it well. I mean, we're online. I was, I was doing some research. I mean, I've met you guys, met uh, several of your employees uh, or team members at uh, several conferences. And of yeah. course, always, we always like to look up a little bit on who we're talking with and, and a little bit about the company. And I see that you guys have been in business for 30 years. Um, yeah. You have a 93% retention rate. So you guys are doing a really good, doing something right, right? Um, right. And that you serve this particular market, which I think is fantastic because I think this is the best industry in the world. Um, but what, what, because of all that, I mean, there's got to be some things that you guys have uncovered that really give you the competitive advantage in this type of field. And, I, and I'm not trying to make this about your company, but I do think it's important yeah. because this is your niche that, you know, we want our listeners to understand that there is differences in payroll companies. Uh, and specifically yeah. since you're on our show and you specialize in this, this particular field, I, I'm curious on what, uh, what makes you guys unique. Yeah, no, it's a really good question. Cause uh, I, a lot of the, the conversations that I have, and I appreciate you mentioned the conferences, because that has uh, been a big push for us as we've uh, continued to grow as a company is is get into the local markets, the local conferences. Uh, myself, uh, kind of shout out some of the groups here in Arizona, uh, part of uh, ASNAHA, the Arizona In-Home Care Association, uh, the Arizona Association of Hel uh, Home Care and Hospice, uh, Arizona Alpha, the Assisted Living Federation, uh, senior Healthcare Resources, Arizona Coalition on Aging. And so uh, part of the reason we have decided to focus on this is we've built the software this way, is that we understand what you guys are doing on a day-to-day -day basis. These agencies is like we, we know what uh, onboarding for a caregiver looks like versus onboarding somebody in the general market, right? Uh, and payroll for a caregiver versus paying a teacher or a manufacturer, right? Like the, the pay and everything that we do on a day-to-day -day basis is, is so different than some of the other general market jobs out there uh, is that's really what makes us unique is that when when you onboard with Viventium, you're getting a, uh, a client services representative that understands what home care looks like on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and then obviously the software and the different tools that, that help with the day-to-day -day operations. And so that's been really the big focus uh, for us uh, as we've continued to grow. Nice. So Logan, yeah. in your experience then, what are the consequences of not effectively managing HR tasks within this industry, both in terms of patient care and then the agency's bottom line? Yeah. 
I would say, so I, I've worked with a variety of agencies. So I've worked with quite a few startup agencies, as you guys are probably familiar. I mean, the, they're, they're, there's more startup uh, agencies coming into the market over the last couple of years than um, probably most industries. Uh, but then I've also worked with well-seasoned uh, agencies uh, that have hundreds and thousands of caregivers. And so what, what you start to see is these agencies that don't use a streamlined system is they, they start to band-aid different processes together. Uh, and one, as we probably all can already assume, is that when those band-aids start to tear off, uh, they be, they create gaping holes in our organization. Uh, so one of the big band-aids that a lot of agencies have done over the last few years is onboarding. They way they'll either I, I can't believe how many agencies are still using paper to bring in new hires, uh, and it's like that is the especially in the the non medical home care industry bringing in caregivers is a lifeblood of your business. And like, we, we have to be able to continue to staff it. And if the bottleneck is because people have to fill out paper and then your administrative team is having to then put that into your HRIS, your, your HR platform, your, your payroll system. And that's taking three or four days just to do that. That's where uh, a lot of those things happen. And then again, that then creates that bottleneck, which then leads to we have less caregivers to staff those shifts, which then we are now having to deal with more overtime. And then we're creating burnout. And then that involves the, the, the quality of care. And so it's, it's these different bottlenecks. When you don't use a system that's meant for what you do on a day-to-day -day basis, you create these band-aids or trying to duct tape holes in the boat uh, that just won't stand the, the test of time. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta use some of that K tape instead of bandage. You know, <laughs> kinetic right. tape. Yeah. Well, K tape, you know, like if you ever get injured, I get injured all the time, Logan. And, That's just uh, a part of getting old, Mike. Well, I know, but you, you shouldn't get hurt in golf, right? You should not. That's <laughs> hey, a sport. You know what? That's a sport you shouldn't get. I mean, that's the only sport you can drink and play effectively. And I still, okay. right. I still manage to get hurt in this thing. So I, I went and actually bought some K tape. We, you, you were there, actually. Yes. You experienced it. And, and that stuff works. So I'm just saying, don't use a Band-Aid. Use some K-Tape. That'll go a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, at least at least a little bit longer, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You ever use that K-Tape, Logan? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm from the, the CrossFit world, so... Uh, I, I, those people are always so, injured. Yeah, they, you want to talk about injuries? Yeah. I think that's how KT yeah. got started. With all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where it's CrossFit's started. keeping yeah. them alive. I tried to do CrossFit one time. I think I, uh, I don't know. It's not good for me. I don't have cardio. I don't have cardio and strength at the same time. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. It is, it is a fine balance. Yes. It is a fine balance. So t tell me, um, I'm curious because you guys have so many options, uh, to help agencies share with me some stories or at least one story uh, about, you know, what it is that you guys can do for agencies specifically um, that, you know, help them streamline this, this type of business to where when they aren't onboarding and then you got payroll and then you got all this other stuff and, and specifically talk a little bit about HR. Cause we, we are in a world where HR is very important and something that right. any business cannot overlook. Uh, explain a little bit how your HR services work uh, in this, in this market. Yeah. Uh, and so to, to kind of go in the, the story is, is one, we, we customize each plan or each package to each one of our clients. And so we're, we're, well, I'll give you a little insight. Our pricing model is we're all a cart after payroll. 
And so we don't try to bundle things like, hey, you can get all this in, in one bundle. It's like we're going to go in and we're going to understand what each agency needs, what's going to make the most impact for this particular agency, uh, and and then and figure out which which of these solutions is, is going to provide that, that, that streamline. So, um, <clears throat> for example, uh, I have a, an agency that I work with uh, that is part of a franchise group. They, they have a lot of those things that, and so, uh, people who look into franchises, you, you kind of get a few of the pieces, uh, with the franchise and you, you pay for it. Right. Uh, but there were a couple of other things, especially the, the benefit side. This was an agency that's been around for 15 years. They've seen a fluctuation in, uh, how many caregivers they've had at one point they were Part of the the largest franch, they were the largest franchise in the entire group. Uh, but then over the years, obviously with caregiver shortages and those things, they've seen it it fluctuate so much. Um, they're about middle of the pack now, and one of their biggest bottlenecks was around their benefits platform. A lot of agencies, at least at that size, are offering some sort of benefit, right? They either medical, dental, vision, uh, something that uh, these caregivers can choose from. Uh, but it's not only uh, the, 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 if they're not using a system that's connected and streamlined, uh, you're you're not only offering it, but then it's like, yeah, but you need to go fill it out on paper, or you need to uh, remember this login for this website that you use once a year, uh, and uh, make sure we're either waiving or we're selecting new benefits. We'll do open enrollment every year, and it just becomes more of a pain than a benefit, mm -hmm. and so. That is where we we have provided this platform to make it all in all in one uh, because it makes it easier for the administrative team. Be like, hey, yep, it's open enrollment. We turn it on, and then for the caregivers, the employees, it's like, oh yeah, it's that time of year to to do it. I do it through the exact same app that I check my pay stubs on, and so that's where it, it, we we've really seen um, well on the benefit side. Uh, but we do have an entire platform around like. Hey, I, I need to reach out to a, an HR manager or HR person, SHRM certified representative, because I have this certain policy that I need to update this year. Or uh, instead of going out to a wage and hour attorney, it's like, hey, I have this certain scenario. Um, this is is what I'm dealing with. Uh, this is what I could use some help with. So we we do have a lot of these different HR services. Uh, and then again, I would I would lump in uh, recruitment and onboarding into the HR platform. Uh, but then, uh, like we mentioned, payroll is not just payroll, especially within health services. So, yeah, hopefully that was a lot to answer that question. Yeah. In preparation for this, I always use chat GBT. You ever use that? Logan? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, oh, yeah. I, was, I was asking it some questions. I was like, you know, what's uh, how to improve efficiency of HR task is essential for success in an organization. So I was saying, hey, what are some of the challenges that um, or what's some of the um what am I trying to say here? Uh, how do you improve it? Is that yeah. fair enough? Yeah. So it, it gave me a bunch. So it talked about centralization of HR data, standardized processes, self-service portals, uh, automated scheduling, training and certificate tracking, performance management tools, all that stuff you guys do. Correct. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, that's that's powerful. And it's, yeah, and, and to, to jump in a little bit there is all, as well as like, we're 90% of our software is proprietary. And so a lot of it we have built from the ground up uh, specific to health services, but we do have strategic partnerships as well. So 
for example, our recruitment platform is a health services specific recruitment platform. But it, instead of just saying like, hey, yeah, you can use it. What we've done is we've built out integrations to make sure like, hey, once you do decide to somebody uh, to hire somebody that from this recruitment platform, it's, it's extremely integrated into onboarding. So all you have to do is click a button and they're automatically sent their new hires. And so the same with a couple of other things with, with uh, you mentioned uh, like in-service training, uh, where the performance management we're, we're working on building out those kinds of things. And so, yeah, like it, it's, it's all making it centralized and easy to use on both the administrative side and the caregiver side. So let's talk a little bit then about the data and analytics. How can some home health agencies really leverage that data so that they're optimizing their HR operations, that they're using those platforms to the fullest? Are there any particular metrics or KPIs that agencies should focus on? Yes. Uh, the, and and it's the, the really cool part about uh, having a system that is all connected like this is you, you start to get better data because it's all all in one place. Uh, and so, uh, especially on the recruitment and onboarding side, the, the biggest ones that we're, we're seeing, and I'll, I'll quote Home Care Pulse here, is one of the number one reasons why a caregiver chose to work with an agency that they did, they were the first ones to reach out to them. And so, uh, what we like to say is like speed to lead, right? Is like how quickly, uh, once they apply to our agency, how quickly are we reaching out to them? And so then it's how quickly are we getting them into an interview? How quickly are we getting them to an offer into orientation? How long is it taking us to get them to do their new hire paperwork? Mm -hmm. Is that taking two weeks? If it's taking two weeks, that person can find a different agency that has something more streamlined and be working typically within seven days. And so it's, and, it, and really we've seen it down to like three, somebody has their final interview on Monday is done with their new hire paperwork by Wednesday, doing orientation by Thursday, and could be out to work by Friday. And so there, there are ways we can we can extremely speed up this process and all the the different KPIs you can see on the recruitment side, the onboarding, uh, and then obviously kind of once we get into the operations is. How are we managing our overtime? How are we managing uh, the the different things that we need to with schedules? Right? Is like, are we are we also pairing the right caregivers up with the 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 right patients? Uh, and so that's uh, also our tie into um, the different EMRs and the different AMS systems. Is is the, that integration there? Is we can compile a lot of that data to make better decisions like that. Yeah. So we live in a world where. Um there's always data breaches. Seems like right. Um, it, tell me a little bit about how you guys protect data, um, and what what concerns that you guys can help alleviate with your software. Yeah, uh, it's a great question. I was actually just in Vegas this last week with uh, MGM's big data breach, so that was fun to be kind of surrounded by all that chaos. Uh, so one, uh, I think that's probably uh, every uh, eight, any HR payroll's biggest nightmare is, is a data breach, right? Um, anybody who's dealing with people's uh, sensitive information, and so we are constantly, it's, it, as a as a payroll company, we have to keep up with our uh, SOC one, our SOC two, 
uh, certifications uh, and obviously our, our 256-bit encryption. And so we're we like to we we are on par with your Fortune 500 banks. We like to say if you can if you can trust them with your money, you can trust us with your data. And so that's something that we're constantly we have an an entire in-house compliance team uh, that makes sure that that is something that we're we're all keeping always top of mind. Um, and then the flip on flip side of that is like technology is ever changing, right? And so we again the, the nice part about uh, the majority of our software being proprietary is that we can continue to make changes to it as technology continues to to change, as the industry continues to evolve, compliance changes. Uh, we have that flexibility with our software because we have built it. Love it. We're going through a uh, SOC two certification right now. Yeah. It's fun, so right? Fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Let me tell you, but that's a, that is a very important piece that that you have that certification. Yeah. So, Logan, I want to stay on that thread with data, but can you share some really best practices for agencies who are looking to make uh, data driven decisions within their HR processes? Yeah. Uh, so, the kind of best practices again, I, I the the biggest one is, uh, and I'll. I'll try to like to start with the, the main challenges, which has been around recruitment and onboarding and, and retention. And so um, using a platform that is not only Indeed uh, is going to be a huge win, right? As a lot of the, these agencies are using Indeed, and, and don't get me wrong, Indeed is the largest uh, job application board you can find uh, in the world. But we're seeing that 50 to 60% of applicants are coming from Indeed. It's a, it's a large chunk, 50 mm -hmm. to 60%, but it's that other 40 to 50% that we're looking to also capture. And so using a platform that's using multiple job boards, um, for example, the partner we work with, Employ, it's up to 80 job boards, including the three largest, Indeed, ZipRecruiter, LinkedIn, Google for Jobs is another one, uh, Univision Trabajos, which is the largest Spanish-speaking job board, and then we take it a step further and we go into industry specific job boards. And so that would be my, my biggest piece is what job, where are you posting your job boards? Where can people find you? And then is how easy is that process for your recruiter, your, your HR manager? How easy is that process for them to manage, right? Uh, the benefit of having an applicant tracking system like the one we use is all that communication from all those job boards comes into one funnel versus managing indeed and ZipRecruiter and all these other platforms right is like then things fall through the cracks we're we're human uh we can't it's it's impossible to manage all that work from with one person and then it's also not uh financially uh smart to have a recruiter just for each job board right, right? Yeah. uh so uh we is how one a can we get the name out there as much as possible and then streamline that communication. And then again, the kind of those big KPIs is like, what can we do in our, in our process to streamline that? So uh, with the technology world, there's a lot of automation that we can do with the communication. Uh, as, as soon as somebody applies, we can use some automation that helps push them through that interview process. Right. Uh, once, once we do get their, their onboarding uh, paperwork out to them, how easy is it for them to, to fill it out? Uh, but then how easy is it for an administrative team to see like, hey, Logan is, is struggling with this piece of paper. Uh, can I give him a call and actually help him with it while I'm on the computer? 
And so we can do that over the phone. There's lots of different things that help streamline that process. Again, that's the, the front end of the bucket. If we can be better on that end, that will then help uh, as we continue to, to need more care. I mean, as we all know, uh, there, there's no shortage of, of the need for care right now. And it's only going to change exponentially uh, over the next few years. Yeah. Can you discuss some potential consequences, both from a legal and operational standpoint for agencies that fail to maintain compliance with their HR practices? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, there, there's, if you actually like dove into it, Mike, uh, the, there's actually articles after articles after articles, uh, and a lot of them around uh, like ACA, so the benefits tracking, uh, those types of penalties, so the, the tack hammer penalty, uh, the um, tack hammer and the other one, uh, the other ACA penalty, uh, is that those start to add up uh, when we're not providing the right types of benefits. But then there's a ton of agencies still to this day that haven't figured out uh, what payroll is supposed to look like in the home care industry. Is like we're, when we're paying overtime, we, we have to operate on a blended rate overtime. And so you see a ton of wage and hour lawsuits. So these, these types of penalties and lawsuits come out and they – can completely destroy an agency just because my software wasn't doing it for me. And we've had to manually manipulate either our calculations, all these types of things. And so those those things are, are obviously the, the scary side of it uh, for an individual agency. But as like a community as a whole, if we can't can continue to get better with how we're bringing people into this industry, right? Um, recruiting, hiring, and treating them well while they're here, we're not going to have people to take care of some of our our parents, right? It's like we're 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 not gonna we're not gonna have that down the road uh, because we've created bottlenecks with uh, some of the systems that we've used. So we, as a as an organization, we have to continue to evolve. Uh, like if I'm if I'm running a home care agency, I need to continue to evolve with the rest of the market, just like everybody else. Yep. Do you guys help companies with their state filings? You know, like if an agency has like, you know, different offices in different states or different rules in different states and so forth, do you help with all that? We do. Yep. So we, uh, we're a full tax service as well. So uh, we'll get in all of your, your state income tax withholding uh, payments uh, and unemployment insurance, obviously dependent on each state. And so, yeah, we, we work with a lot of different uh, like large franchises and senior living management groups, skilled nursing facilities have facilities in different states and all that kind of stuff. And so we're, we're very specific uh, in that as well. So what are you thinking about over there, Hannah? Oh, I was thinking about all those stacks. I I didn't even think about the tax stuff, obviously with HR, you're dealing with tax stuff, but he's in Arizona. This is a company though, that is, you know, in all 50 States, right? Logan, are you guys in all 50 States? So they're, they could be dealing with agencies across multiple states with employees that cross state lines. Um, so there's there's a lot more to it. And when in, you're an agency and you're thinking through all the business decisions you have to make, having a resource like this would be really valuable, be great to have somebody who you could call and ask questions to who could help with that onboarding process. And so really be interested to see some more of those KPIs and things that you guys are looking at and know what agencies are really trying to dive into to really ensure their HR process meets all the regulatory requirements 
especially in the face of constantly changing laws and regulations. Right. And then, you know, what are the potential consequences? And we talked about a little of them, both legal and operational, right. um, but that, that can be really heavy. And so having a partner that you can turn to and, and, you know, a lot of times agencies, they're in healthcare, they're in home care for the purpose of taking care of patients. And this can seem right. peripheral, but it's really not. It is really central to running a strong agency. So that's that's what my wheels are over here thinking about, yeah. potential consequences and emerging trends and innovation for HR. Yeah, well, I think of, yeah. it, I think of it too, Logan, it's, is that as a, you know, as a company ourselves, this is something that you want to have in place. You want to have the right partner because really you want to be able to, I, I almost want to say set it and forget it, you know, not in a bad way, but, but you know, it's something that, right. you know, we've got a business to grow. Agencies got patients to take care of and, and they've got to grow. And, you know, by not having a partner in this particular uh, field and, and with this particular line of service of everything you guys do, you're going to spend a lot of time working in the business versus on the business. Yes. And, and I, I see a lot of people make that mistake. Mm -hmm. And if I could say anything on this, this podcast, that if you're not using an automated system uh, where you have HR support, payroll, everything tied into one, then like you said, Logan, you're putting a lot of band-aids on things. It's, it's tough to keep, it's tough to be consistent in that. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's very important that as you go into this next year and you're looking to grow, this may be a piece that could be overlooked that, that agencies should really say, wait a minute, let's, let's add this into our business plan. Where are we at with this? How could we improve this? Because this could take a lot of time off their plate and allow them to focus their time and, and seeing patients and growing the agency. Yeah. I, I actually had this conversation with a, with an agency owner yesterday is you didn't come into this industry to process payroll and recruit caregivers. Right. But okay. that's what it has turned into, right. It's like, this is now a recruitment business because they are just struggling to keep up with the, the staffing. And you came into this industry to provide high quality care, not, run payroll for three days, not recruit every single day. It's like, is working with a partner is going to help you continue to focus on, on the goals that brought you into the industry in the first place. So yeah, I, I really like that, Mike. So kind of looking ahead, what are some of the emerging trends and innovations in HR management for home health agencies that you find particularly exciting or promising? Um, I think like the, I think at least over the last couple of years, right, we had uh, the EVV mandate was, uh, yes, was a EVV. big, <laughs> yeah, uh, was a big push uh, over the last uh, four or five years. And so I think that really pushed people into start adopting technology, right, as we, we need to start using some of this. And so I think we've, we've started to see a, a big trend in that direction of, of, hey, technology is good for us. Uh, and Yes, it, it's healthcare. We don't want to. We don't. It feels like there's there's still a little bit of like we don't want to make that crossover too much. Uh, but you're starting to see like uh, some eight or some businesses that are coming out that are completely digital. And so, I think the the really cool part as we continue to grow as an organization ourselves, but as we see in the marketplace, uh, agencies starting to adopt more technology, be mm -hmm. open to. Uh, uh, making a transition like this. Cause, and I, I tell people all the time, like there's never a good time to transition your payroll, 
Like it's, it's not, it's not an easy process, but if you're willing to do it, the end goal, the, the grass will be greener on the other side. Uh, and we've seen that over and over and over again. So uh, I think that's really cool to see uh, the technology coming into the, the healthcare space, especially in home. Uh, a lot of the, the cool things there, but then with uh, the, the upcoming trend in just the HR world, uh, human capital management is these integrations, right? Is like mm -hmm. being able to tie in the different pieces of what we do, like a caregiver's uh, life cycle, right? If we, if we live in, uh, put our shoes in, in uh, put ourselves in the shoes of a caregiver for a second is when I'm going out and I'm looking for an agency to work with and I apply and I immediately get a text message that says, Hey, Logan, thanks for applying. Uh, we're going to be in contact with you over the next 24 to 48 hours. And they're like, Oh, great. They, they got my information. They're going to be in contact with me. And then they're like, hey, Logan, we reviewed your application. We're, we're super excited to meet with you. Please use this link to schedule your interview. And we know a lot of these caregivers, they do 90% of their work from their cell phone. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we're meeting them where they're at versus saying, hey, to apply, send in your resume to HR at homecareagency.com. Like it, it's, it's where we're starting to see uh, we're, we're trying to create a better experience for the, the agency owners themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Creating a better work-life balance for what they do, but then creating a much better experience for, for the caregiver as well. Yeah. So that's, that's a, I think that that's exciting. Yeah. That's a good first impression right there. You know, right. having a response. So let, let's uh, last question here for you. If I was an agency and I call mm -hmm. you to say, I'm interested in this, what, what should I expect during that call? What's that call look like? Yeah, no, it's a great question. Cause I really do. And, and as an organization, we, we, so I would, I mentioned I was in Vegas. We spend so much time on our process with uh, each one of the clients that we work with. And so I, I, Mike, if you were to give me a call today and say, Hey Logan, I, I think Viventium's the, the option for me. I'd be like, great, Mike, what I would like to do is maybe take a step back make sure that as a whole, um, we're going to be a good fit for each other. Um, introduce Viventium, uh, get, get into the little bit of nitty gritty. And then I actually work through a software demo myself. Like I walk you through the software to make sure these are the pieces that are going to provide that solution for you. And then we build out a, a business case and a return on investment, what that transition is going to look like, not only as like hands-on, what is it going to look like for, for you and your team, but then financially, right? It's like, you're still running a business is like, this still needs to make sense financially. And so that's all part of our process. So typically, like if you were to give me a call today, uh, obviously depending on scheduling, it's, it's a couple uh, of meetings, obviously time spent in the software, seeing it hands-on, uh, and, and then, uh, a transition is with us. It, it's typically six to eight weeks. It's well involved. Again, we're, we're, the goal here is not, Hey, get you the, the software and you guys can run off with it. It's, we want to partner with you again, in it with you to make sure that this is the solution that's going to, going to be the, the right one for you. And so it, it is a, it's a pretty well involved process. It sounds pretty customized too, because one of the things exactly. that, we tell people is any kind of technology solution is not typically usable right out of the box. And so if you don't have support for customization, support for knowing how it really can be tailored to your agency, it's not going to be as valuable. It's not going to be optimized 
for the best use case. Right. Yeah. You know, we're going to, uh, at the end of this, we're going to, uh, put up the contact information so people can get a hold of you. And this podcast is a little bit different because typically we go over topics, not necessarily talk so much about a company per se. Uh, it's just that we find you guys very fascinating. The fact that you're in this space and this podcast exists to get as much information out to our listeners as we possibly can, because I always tell people we're the best kept secret. Um, and even though you guys have been yeah. in business for 30 years, I'm sure there's people that still not have, haven't heard of you. Uh, yep. And what better platform than, you know, the then, Home Health Reveal podcast to right. make that company blow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Logan, Bobby, Bobby Bones is still going to, he's going to be on our show one of these days. I, I'm convinced. We're claiming that, it. I'm convinced he's going to listen. And one day he's going to come on this podcast. Uh, but Logan, I, I do want to say a couple of things. Number one, I, I yep. truly appreciate you um, making time out of your day. I know you're busy to, to come on to the podcast and, and you've shared some great information. Uh, with us and we, we're very appreciative of that and, and so once we get this podcast all uh, dolled up you know because Hannah's got to take out most of what I say she always does that you know uh, <laughs> I have to clean it up yeah. wasn't too bad today though no, I, I mean say, I didn't say anything bad didn't say anything too no. bad off color yeah. um, but Logan hey, if, if yeah. some of our listeners do want to find you can you give some contact information or maybe website yeah uh, so the, the best place, especially since, again, we, we are in all 50 states, is is www.viventium.com. Um, now, for, for the people here in the, the southwest, uh, I'm based in Phoenix, but I manage uh, Phoenix, uh, New Mexico, and, and part of uh, Southern California. Uh, we have an entire team on the west coast. Uh, we call it, we say west coast, best coast, because we do have the best weather. Um, we and, say Ozarks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know what uh, we say. We have our own show on Netflix. <laughs> what do you guys got? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got Selling yeah, Sunset. But, Is that what you're going to give me? Yeah, selling yeah. Sunset? <laughs> no. Uh, 90210. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, Viventium.com is, is probably the best place to at least go check it out, see see what we, we're all about, uh, and then there's a way to get connected with us there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's spelled V I V E N T I U M. Anybody's like me and you just don't know how to spell that because I did not know how to spell that. And I'm looking at it right now. That's the only reason why I know how to spell that. <laughs> Viventium. Yeah, uh, Viventium. Viventium. You, you wouldn't believe how many times I have to say that over the phone to people every single day. Every single day. So, yes, V-I-V-E-N-T-I-U-M as in Mary. Love it. Well, yes. Logan, thank you so much for being part of the Home Health Revealed podcast. Uh, don't forget, for those Thank that are guys. listening, don't forget to su subscribe, rate us a five-star, at least rate me a five-star. You can rate Hannah like a three. And Whatever. Just, <laughs> you know. Um, and then we've got some more episodes coming down the pipe. So yeah. uh, we're, we're really excited. Logan, you're a good man. Um, <laughs> I mean, you live in Arizona for crying out loud, so you, you, you don't have that rough of a life. We live in Missouri, <laughs> known as misery. Misery. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Logan. And until next time, bye-bye. Yeah. See you, Logan. Bye. See you guys.